Welcome everyone to Monday Motivations with that motivational guy, Tony Canavero. Hey, that's me. Every Monday I'm bringing you motivation, mindset, training, book reviews, powerful guests, and sometimes some randomness from my entirely too many hobbies. Uh, for show notes, head on over to thatmotivationalguy.com slash podcast. There might even be some free gifts around there if you look around. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and make sure you get your regular Monday dose of motivation. Now, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to That Motivational Guy podcast, your Monday morning motivation to get you motivated and help you stay motivated. Uh, today is episode four. We're going to talk about the top five and three quarter books to motivate you and protect your mindset. Now, these aren't all going to be books. Um, there's going to be some other resources in there because I think they're they're valuable and they've been really instrumental in helping uh, me personally in my journey down personal development, growth, mindset, and motivation. And I hope that you get some value out of some of these things too. I'd love to hear some feedback from you after you have checked into some of these different tools that I'm going to share today. Love to hear from you what your thoughts are on them. Some of them are old, some of them are quite old, and some of them are fairly new. But uh, they've all been very influential to me and many, 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 many other people. So I hope you find some benefit in them too. So. Without further ado, I want to jump into this because I want to get you some value and get you going. The first thing that I'm going to share with you is not a book. It's actually, you would find it today on YouTube, and I'll put a link to it uh, in the show notes so you can check it out there. I first heard this talk uh, when I was in a, a network marketing company in the 80s, and it was given to me on a cassette tape. I literally wore the cassette tape out. Not only I had to get others, not only did I listen to it all the time, I forced my wife and my kids to listen to it in the car. And I know that Vanessa will listen to this and she might make a comment, she might not. But, you know, for years, uh, she'd be looking out the window while we were driving and I'd say, well, did you get that? Wow, that was really good. And she'd say, well, no, actually, I was watching a movie in my mind because I'm really not interested. Interesting how things have, have changed now as she's, you know, the podcast host of her amazing podcast called Everyday Superhero, which you should go check out. I'll probably put a link in the show notes for that as well. But the talk that really helped kind of turn Vanessa over into being open to the prospect of uh, personal development was the talk, You've Got to Be Hungry by Les Brown. I mean, for years, Les Brown was the number one speaker in the National Speakers Association. He's had his own television show. He uh, was in the, uh, I want to say he was a governor, and has is really one of the grandfathers of modern day uh, motivation, personal development, mindset speakers. He is an entertaining, passionate, emphatic individual, and I really encourage you to listen to this talk. It's a little bit older, but man, oh man, oh man, it'll, it'll fire you up. If that doesn't fire you up to go and grow, I don't know how much help I'll be able to be for you, but I think if you listen to it with an open mind 
and allow yourself to feel that energy that he has, uh, it, it, it really makes you want to go out and chase down your dreams and goals. It's fantastic. And I'll, I'll share a quote. It's not one of the motivational quotes, if you will, or one of the motivational parts of his talk, but this particular quote was definitely one of the most influential in helping me shift my mindset and my self-worth and my personal development, my self-image. It's a, and I won't give the entire story because you got to listen to the talk to get the whole story. It's really quite powerful, but essentially what it boils down to is he had a mentor, a teacher who came to him and said to him after an interesting series of events, but you need to listen to less um, explain it. He's the best for a reason. But it says, he's, the teacher said to Les Brown, do not let someone else's opinion of you become your reality. Now, that is an absolute game-changing quote because so much of our personal self-worth and self-image is wrapped up in other people's opinions of us especially in today's day and age of social media and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, which I'm on all those things. If you want to go follow me or check me out, that'd be great. It's Tony Canavero is what you'll need to use to find me for pretty much everything social. But a lot of people find their opinion of themselves built around how many likes, comments, shares, and reactions and engagements they get in their social media posts. Be really careful about that because you're allowing other people's opinions of a very, very surface, very infinitesimal part of your being is what you put out on social media. If you allow people's responses to that shape your opinion of yourself or even worse, well, let me, let me put that together. If you will, if you, if you allow someone's opinion of you to shape your opinion of yourself, that will become your reality. No question about it. No matter how long it will take and what are the insidious effects of that. So highly encourage you to go check it out. You've got to be hungry by Les Brown, one of the all time great motivational speeches. Fantastic. Go check it out. There will be a link in the show notes as well or in the comments. Uh, number two is the 15 laws of growth. And for all of you watching on YouTube versus uh, listening to me on the podcast, I have the books here. And so I'll be sharing some quotes and some things right out of the books. So if I mention or I somehow something looks, hey, go check it on YouTube if you want to check it out. But I'll try to, my best to describe it. But the 15 laws of growth is a newer work out of the <clears throat> things I'm going to share with you from John C. Maxwell one of our personal mentors, this book and this course is a really inspiringly simple process for you to grow. And growth is critical for any achievement of anything you want in your life. You cannot have or manifest or achieve anything you, you want by being who you are. If you could, you would already have it. And the fact that that particular thing, that that particular financial goal, health goal, relationship goal, whatever, the fact that that particular thing is not currently in your life 
means that you need to grow into a different entity in order to achieve that or realize that or manifest that into your life. And this is one of the best, if not the best books on how to achieve it. The 15 invaluable laws of growth, live them and reach your potential. We do offer, if you want to check us out afterwards, we do offer masterminds and teaching on this particular course, but I find it to be really, really powerful. So I'm going to share a couple of quick quotes on this. That's not the one I want. Bear with me here while I flip through because I have several marked out for today's chat. Law number four, the law of reflection. I thought this law was fairly appropriate for the time I'm recording this, which is in the middle of the COVID-19 challenge. A lot of folks find themselves right now with an abundance of time on their hands. This is a time for you to be able to really implement change and to be able to reflect and take a pause. And I think that that's a really important law here. Peter F. Drucker said, follow effective action with quiet reflection. From the quiet reflection will come even more effective action. So action, reflection, action, reflection, right? Really an important philosophy. It allows you to get better, to grow and correct and course correct as you go along. Now, my brand here is the motivational guy, that motivational guy. So, um, and you've heard me say in some of my original podcasts that motivation is critical to get started, but motivation by itself is not enough. Motivation is, is a crucial part of any achievement process, but it must be mixed with reflection, guidance, mentoring, consistency, persistency, and a whole host of other things in order for the realization of your goals to be true. So when I say this, it sounds like I'm dissing motivation, but I'm not. It's part of the mix. If someone is going down the wrong road, he doesn't need motivation to speed up. He needs to stop and pivot. That's where the reflection comes in. That doesn't mean quit. That means change course, right? Successful people in any endeavor... And for the record, when I say successful, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about impact in communities. It, success is, is not purely a financial uh, metric, okay? But anyone who has success in any endeavor always goes through a period of uh, doing and correction, doing and correction, doing and correction. Um, there's an old story, and, and honestly, I don't know if it's true or not, but it makes a great story about some of the early Mars landing craft, spacecraft that NASA launched, and how they had gyroscopes in them for navigation, essentially, and how over 90% of the time, the spacecraft was actually off course. And it was only that 10% of the time, and I might have those numbers a little bit incorrect, but the, the, the point of the story is the, the spacecraft were actually off course more than they were on course. And what they would happen is they get off course, the gyroscope would bring them back, correct them, bring them on the course. The spacecraft would drift off course, they'd bring them back, et cetera, et cetera. That's what reflection can do for you. And that's one of the key things in this book. It allows you to course correct if you start to run into some challenges or perhaps you're faced with some significant paradigm shifting change right now in this current situation where perhaps your job is never going to be the same or maybe it's gone forever. 
and you'll need to course correct. Maybe your business is not going to survive or not going to be able to operate as it used to. That doesn't mean to quit striving. That may mean that that vehicle cannot take you any further. You need to course correct, get in another vehicle and keep going towards the things that you want to have happen, okay? So that's part of the reflection on that one. I got a couple more for you here. Hold on now, paging through. The law of environment. This is so critical, so critical. You need to read the book to really get it. But environment makes such a difference. I'm just reading a book called The Biology of Belief, and it talks about cellular impact of environment. It's not just DNA. It's more environment than DNA. And that's, I'm going to get into that book after I'm done. It's fantastic. But here's a quote for you from Nito Quibane. I probably pronounced that wrong. Nito Quibane. He wrote a very influential book called The Magic of Believing, I believe is what it's called. And the quote is, whether you are a success or failure in life has little to do with your circumstances. It has much more to do with your choices when faced with those circumstances. That's your environment. Your environment is many times, parts of your environment is many times out of your control. Whatever you can control in your environment, you can set up to be the way you want it to be. Right now, we're in an environment where a lot of the impacts in our lives are out of our control. So then what happens is it boils down to our choices, how we respond, react, and, and uh, create growing forward in that circumstances. So law of the environment. Moving on, I got another one for you. I might actually make this an entirely separate podcast, but what a phenomenal quote from Harry Fire, Harvey Firestone Jr. Today is when everything that's going to happen from now on begins. This is, this is really good. You need to, if you don't have a pen, I mean, if you're driving, please keep driving, but come back to this. If you have a pen handy, please write this down. Today is when everything that's going to happen from now on begins. You cannot begin from what happened yesterday. You cannot begin from what happens tomorrow. You only can begin from right now. Everything that happened in the past is gone. Gone. Cannot affect your activity today unless you allow it to. Unless you allow it to. So I'm going to repeat this quote. Today is when everything that's going to happen from now on begins. So powerful. Hope you get that. And that's the kind of stuff that's all over this book uh, and this course. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it for you to get motivated and stay motivated. The next thing I've got for you, number three, I should have some kind of fancy fly-in graphic or sound effect. I probably won't, but number three, probably my, I have Les Brown as number one, but probably my favorite a motivational talk of all time. There's an excellent chance that if you got me started at the beginning of this talk, I could probably actually do the talk almost word for word. And you might hear me slip into a Texan accent. So I apologize to all my friends from the US. If that happens, it was unconscious and not deliberate. And I apologize if I offend anybody. But I have listened to this recording so many times. 
again, it was something that was given to me when I was in a network marketing company in a former life and absolutely revolutionized the way I think and truly changed who I am as a human. And that is how to make every day a terrific day by Ed Foreman. This is a harder one to find. It's, it's a little bit older. It comes from, it started in the 60s, I believe, or maybe early 70s. But I will post a link to some of it in the, in the show notes. You can still get this material from Ed Foreman's website. Ed's an older man now, and I think he's mostly retired for good reason. And if you listen to the recording, you'll see why massively successful human, but one of the most entertaining and engaging talks I've ever listened to in my entire life. Another one of those that wore out CDs, had to order more or cassette tapes. Absolutely remarkable. And I'm going to share a couple of stories from it. And I want you to listen to it, but because I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it's going to be close. Some of the things that stuck with me the most from this talk were the ideas that all the water in the world cannot sink a ship unless it gets on the inside of it. So all the worry, right now especially, when I'm recording this, I mean, the world is generally full of negative, generally. But right now, there's a lot. There's a lot of fear, a lot of worry, a lot of concern, and for good reasons. And, and there's a lot of negativity out there right now. And it is, we're inundated with it. So just know that your mind is just like that ship. Your peace of mind is just like that ship. All the worry and frustration and fear that is out there in the world today cannot sink your mind unless you let it get on the inside. And how do you, this dovetails right into the next story, how do you keep all of that out? Well, you have to fill your mind so full of other things that are designed to help you grow that there's no room for all that bad stuff to get on the inside. If you've ever worked on a farm or been a mechanic or worked on machinery or worked in uh, you know, anything that has moving parts, you've probably used a grease gun before. This analogy is really, really powerful. If you don't, if you've never done it, I'm going to try to describe it as best I can. But if you've done this, this will make total sense. When you have a machine that needs to get lubricated to work properly, there's this little, there's a little zert on the, on the machine that's got all the moving parts in it. You take your grease gun, you hook it up to that grease gun, you start squirting that grease in there, squirt, 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 squirt. And what happens is eventually that grease then fills that chamber and it keeps the machine working. Well, your mind is the same way. If you allow it to become bogged down with old ideas and negative toxic energy, uh, it'll gum up the works. It'll start to grind and it'll stop functioning. It'll stop serving you and it will begin serving other people's agendas instead of your agenda. Okay. So, just like in a machine, you have to pump in good grease. Now, I'm giving you five and three-quarter things here that you can use to, that are good grease, and there's tons of it out there. Listening to this show, like, review, and subscribe 
listening to this show every week is good grease, or should be if I'm doing my job right. The question I get asked is, well, I read that 20 years ago, or I read that once, and it just didn't do anything for me. Well, you can't grease a machine once and expect it to keep working. You have to grease it regularly. And how much grease do you have to put in? Well, just like keeping all the water out of your ship, you have to squeeze in enough grease so that all the bad grease starts to come out the other side, all the nasty, dirty, corrosive, grit-filled grease that's gonna gum up your machine, that's gonna come out the other side. And you just gotta keep pumping the good information in, the good energy in. And when you keep doing that, it will force all that negative crap out the other side, okay? And so that's, I, I, you just got to go get this recording and listen to it. I will have a link to it in the show notes. It's absolutely remarkable. I encourage you to, to actually get a copy of it. And there's an idea that came out of that book that if any of you that are watching or listening to this know me, have known me for any length of time, I kind of have a bit of a reputation. Anybody that comes up to me anytime ever and says, hey, how are you doing? My response will always, has always been fantastic. And that came from this recording. For Ed, it was terrific. Like Tony the Tiger, terrific. Okay. I didn't want to copy terrific. So I was fantastic. I am fantastic. I will always be fantastic. And anyone that knows me, I've actually had people threaten to get me a shirt that it says Captain Fantastic on it. I might even get one of those done. And I often get people out, and this is the effect of that. People will often ask me, how can you be fantastic? Or that's a good, especially right now. I just said this yesterday to somebody. I had to go get some staples from the store, not actual staples, some staple food supplies. And observing all the social distancing, practicing all the proper protocols and everything else. But I had one of the, um, the people that were allowing folks into the store 10 at a time asked how I was doing. And I said, fantastic. And she said, well, that's really a good attitude to have. And my response has always been the same when people ask me that or say that to me. Because, you know, going to a workspace or something, hey, how are you doing today? Fantastic. It's always the same. And people will inevitably ask me, how can you be fantastic all the time? And the answer is so simple. And yet so powerful, I hope you write this down and get this. You can either be fantastic or you could be not fantastic. Fantastic is better. And it is a choice in all things. Okay? So that's number three. Ed Foreman's How to Make Every Day a Terrific Day. Go get it. It's fantastic. The next item on my list, and this would probably be number one on a lot of people's lists, but it is number one on a lot of people's lists where some of these others aren't. So I wanted to focus and feature some lesser known things. And that is the classic, the grandfather, the granddaddy, the grandmom of all personal development, of all modern personal development. And that is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This book was written in the late 20s. And uh, if you're on YouTube right now, you can see that this is my original Think and Grow Rich that I was given by a sales manager when I worked for a company called Schwann's. If you're from the U.S. or 
If you are from rural or from Saskatchewan, Alberta, or Manitoba, and were living there in the 90s, you would know who Schwann's is. Schwann's was a home food service uh, delivery company, like a milkman, except we had three-ton trucks full of frozen goods. That was one of my very first sales jobs. I knocked on doors and sold frozen food products. I was given this book by my sales manager, Randy Hill, Man, I can't find that guy. So if anybody knows an O. Randall Hill who was from Wisconsin and was with Schwann's, I would love to connect with that guy. I can't find him. So I'd love to connect with him. Anyway, this is my ratty, old, coffee-stained, falling apart, highlighted. Uh, you can't see that. And if you're on the podcast line, you can't see it anyway. But I mean, it's got coffee stains. The cover's falling off. The back's got somebody's phone number written on it. It's held together by alligator clips. This book has been with me through, through thick and thin, and it was the book that started me uh, really down the journey before anything else I've mentioned here towards personal development. And I encourage you to read it. If you can't read it, get it on audiobook. It's a little bit challenging read today because it's written in 1920s vernacular, so the language is a little different. But there's just, I can't possibly distill how important this work is, how important this book is. If you're serious about growing and changing, you just got to read it and you got to read it often. But I'm going to share a couple of quotes just real quickly that I happened to find just flipping through it today that struck with me. One of the biggest things that he talks about in the book is faith. And faith is not necessarily a spirituality or religious based context here. Faith is the belief in the ability for you to change. Faith is the belief in something outside of yourself, whether that's a universal entity, whether that's quantum field or quantum entanglement or the capital A, capital G, God, um, universal intelligence. There's many different ways to think about it. But faith in belief, something outside of yourself, faith believing in yourself. And here's a quote for you. Thoughts that are mixed with any of the feelings of emotions constitute a magnetic force which attract other similar or related thoughts. And that really ties into the law of the environment I was just talking about from John Maxwell's book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. You can create your own environment in your own head by making sure that you fill your head with as many positive growth-based thoughts as you possibly can. When you mix thoughts with feelings and emotions and couple that together with faith that you will move closer and achieve the thing that you're thinking about. It becomes magnetic. You start to attract a ton of different thoughts that are all related to that and support that. It's really, really remarkable once you start to become aware and pay attention how well this works. One more quick one from here, which is one of my favorite chapters and one of the most important chapters, in my opinion, which is persistence. And in step eight in this book, step eight towards riches, persistence, you recognize and sweep aside certain weaknesses which stand between you and your goals. Your persistence develops into a respected, proved, progressive power. Persistence is, is persistent and consistent are the two missing things in all motivation talks, in all motivation teaching. Motivation gets you started. Persistency and consistency keeps you going, which means you'll actually realize your goal. Without persistency and consistency, no motivation is enough, okay? 
it's hard to, to be persistent and consistent unless you're motivated. But unless you follow your motivation through the persistency and consistency, you'll never achieve. So this is critical stuff. So think and grow rich. Number four in the must read books and or audios to help propel you towards your motivation, your goals. Okay, moving on. Number five, moving to another book here called The Answer by John Asaraf. That name may ring a bell to some people if you've ever watched The Secret. The Secret movie was a phenomenal uh, phenomenal phenom. It was a success massively and really opened a ton of people's eyes to the power of your thoughts and the law of attraction and, and so on and so forth. And on its own, the law, the, the secret without anything else is not enough. It's awesome, but it is not enough. It is like motivation. It, the secret can get you started. Law of attraction is only one part of the laws. John Asraf talks often, he was on the, that movie, that's where a lot of people know about him from, massively successful guy without that, but he talks about the law of Goya, get off your ass. You have to mix the two together in order to actually have realization of your goals. But this is a fantastic book, and what it really does well for me, I've read it a bunch of times, is it really helps explain how and why we perpetuate certain cycles in our lives. We repeat behavior patterns, even when we know that those behavior patterns are negative or do not serve us or are even harmful to us. This, this book does an amazing job of explaining how a lot of that works from a neuroscience perspective. His newer books are even better. Inner Size, I believe, is the latest one, which I haven't read yet. I'm, it's on my agenda and I've got to get it done, but I've done some video study of the material. It's fantastic. But what he talks about a lot in this book is what I call the lizard brain, the 20 million year old mind. You might hear Tony Robbins talk about our 20 million year old brains. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. And John Asraf and his co-author, Murray Smith, did a good job of breaking that down in this book. And they talk about why we will default to certain patterns, even though we know that they don't serve us. And that's because our lizard mind, our 20 million year old mind, which operates at the unconscious and the subconscious level. Our conscious mind is part of our more developed, our frontal mind, okay, frontal brain. And it, it understands the difference between good and bad, healthy and unhealthy. It understands that. The unconscious, subconscious mind is very much, I would call it a difference engine, alive or dead is what it focuses on. It does this activity cause you to get closer to dying or are you dying when you do it or are you alive and have been doing it for a long time. If you're alive and been doing it for a long time, it's safe. And so what your, your lizard brain, how they explain in the book and why we repeat patterns a lot is whenever we decide our conscious mind, whenever we decide to change something in our conscious mind, we try to get our unconscious and our subconscious mind to agree with us and go along with it. And it feels like we're doing that at the beginning. But the moment you make any change, to existing habit patterns. I'm gonna spend a lot of time talking about this in future podcasts, probably repetitively, because it's so important and I'm so passionate about it. But essentially, your subconscious and your unconscious mind, as soon as you change something, they don't know if you're going to be dead by doing it, 
right? Remember, these minds and these evolutionary protections were installed when we were being chased by things that could kill us in prehistory, right? Caveman days, caveman brain, saber-toothed tigers, you know, all the bad things that could eat us. That's where this, that evolutionary part of our, of our brain came from. So the moment you change something that you've been doing, your subconscious mind assumes that that could kill you. And so it tries to bring you back into your existing patterns of, of activity and thought. Because your subconscious, your unconscious mind really don't understand the difference between good or bad. They really focus on alive or dead. I'm oversimplifying this, but that's the essence of this book. And it just explains so much, as well as giving you a bunch of tools that you can use in order to help really break through and try to reprogram program that subconscious mind. It is a challenge. It does take work. It will not happen overnight. And you will backslide and you will repeat. And that's okay. That means you're in the right track. It means you are on the right path and you are growing. But this book does a really good job of explaining a lot of that. So I encourage you to go out and get it. It's my number five, The Answer by John Asaraf and Murray Smith. Fantastic book. Bonus content, five and three quarters. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. If you've been around sales or motivation, any kind of, for the most part, if you've been in sales, especially in the insurance world or financial planning, real estate, any of those types of fields, somebody, a mentor has possibly given you this book. This is The Go-Getter. It was written, again, this is an old book. It was written right after World War I. So, I mean, it's been around for a long, long, long time. It's written by Peter B. Kine. This particular copy I have has been updated with a little bit of new language in it, but it is a phenomenal book. It's fiction. The title of the book is The Go-Getter, the classic story that tells you how to be one. Phenomenal, quick read. If you're a quick reader, probably take you a couple hours and you're going to get through it. But here's what some fairly influential people have to say about it. Since my first reading of The Go-Getter 20 years ago, I've considered it a jewel. Every person who reads The Go-Getter will be inspired to take charge of their work, their career, and their future. It's a powerful story that illustrates what you can accomplish when you commit to being gung-ho about your job. And your job could be, you could translate that word, you could take that word, job, and call it your business, your marriage, your health, anything, your finances, anything in your world, you could take that one word, change it, and you could apply that, that thought to anything in there. That quote is from Ken Blanchard, author of The One Minute Manager, one of the most influential business writers probably of the 20th century. And, and there's several more, but you know, truly, this is a phenomenal book. It's a quick read. And I just want to share it with you because I usually have several copies of it on hand. We just had a young gentleman at the house the other day, door-to-door salesperson selling us on switching our, our phone and, and internet service. Uh, just cold door knocked us, which I got tons of respect for people who can do that. It's not easy. I've done lots of it. And he's a young guy right out of, right out of high school and uh, looking to make a career in sales. And so I happened to have an extra copy of this book on the shelf. I went and got it and gave it to him. I buy him at thrift stores whenever I can. Usually I can get them for less than a buck. And uh, it's just one of those stories that I reread fairly regularly because it's entertaining and it helps me remember that uh, I need to do better. 
right? And don't we all? So that's it for today's episode, guys. Episode four, the top five and three quarter books and resources that can motivate you and protect your mindset. I encourage you to go out and check these out. They'll be in the show notes. And just to recap, You've Got to Be Hungry by Les Brown. The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. How to Make Every Day a Terrific Day by Ed Foreman. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. The Answer by John Assaraf and Murray Smith. And The Go-Getter by Peter B. Kind. Thanks so much for listening. Make today a fantastic day. You got this. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to That Motivational Guy podcast. I hope you got some value from this. Uh, As my thanks to you, please accept a free gift from us. Go to thatmotivationalguy.com slash change and download a free webinar course that my wife Vanessa and I did on how to change anything in your life. Anything. No strings attached. Don't even have to enter an email address to get the course. It's just our gift and our thanks from us to you. If after going through the course you do get something from it you'll have a chance to subscribe to more good stuff at that point in time but only after we've proven that there's some value for it again thanks so much for listening please subscribe rate and review pretty please and then go out and make it a fantastic day